How are you doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Joys of moving. Moving. Work. It's all crazy. Uh, last work. week was my bad. I was supposed to come over, but it, yeah, I got busy. life happens. We're adults, <laughs> but and I'm bad at social media, so like I didn't <laughs> announce it. But but yeah. we're back. We recorded everything. We got movie riches recorded. We're recording this one. <laughs> we're back. Recording combos is just a little backed up, but we're we're fine. We're here. Crystal, look, just take the time you need. Crystal, <laughs> moving sucks. <laughs> yeah, we only have what two weeks after this, so I already decided that the next two weeks I'm just going to be packing little by little, taking everything down, so this place is going to look like a disaster. Mm-hmm. But then it'll be done, and you'll be and in it'll a be nicer, done. bigger place. Yes. We'll get everything moved in on the 15th, and yeah, and then a little birthday housewarming party. Yay! It'll be fun. So yeah, not a lot going on though. Except for that Naomi case. Yeah, I I feel so bad. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Do you? I heard somebody pronounce it too. And I don't want to pronounce it wrong because yeah. she doesn't deserve it. <laughs> but yeah, here in Reno we had a, a woman go missing. An 18-year-old girl go missing. Kidnapped. Um, they, the latest is they do have a suspect arrested but we don't have a lot of information, and she is still missing. They're still looking for her, so um, if, you're in, nuts. if you're in the Reno area, I'm sure you've seen it all over because it's yes. been on the news nonstop since it happened, but if you know anything, please reach out to the Lyon County Sheriff's Office. Yes, it's, it's that's why I always have somebody on the phone. Like, if I'm walking in a parking (laughs) lot by myself and it's dark, I either have Richard on the phone or I'll call my sisters if I can't get a hold of him. Like, I always have somebody on the phone. I'm just like, hey, just chill on the phone with me while I walk into the store. Because I'm like, I'm not messing with anybody. I don't know. It's scary. It's bullshit that you can't do anything. No, I feel like I was just talking to Richard about it. I was like, I feel like I need to go get, like, a conceal and carry, like, weapon license, get trained and all that, so I can just have, like, some kind of safety because of how scary it is. All she was was, what, walk into the store and... She was sitting in her car waiting for the shuttle to go to work, and he walked up to the car. So there aren't a lot of details, but supposedly what happened is... She was in the parking lot of a Walmart. Oh, yeah. Waiting for a shuttle to be driven to Panasonic where she worked. And there's video of a suspect walking up to the car. She scoops over. He gets in. And then she's missing. A couple days later, they find her car. They can't find her. Now they have a suspect in custody, but she is still missing. We need to find her. Yes, we do. She deserves it. And so it's great, awesome that the family has kept her story in the news because there's a chance that she could be found uh, and alive soon. Um, So people should be looking for her. But there's also that Anna Scott girl that she's the one. Don't forget about her either. She's the one that got, um, she was found in the burned car in February. It's been that long already. Um, and it was released that she was shot, so they're still looking for the person that killed her, so Mm -hmm. if you know anything about that, 
That would be nice to get her just here. I don't want to live here anymore. I don't either. We were watching. It's getting so bad. On a lighter note, we were watching, you know, like, I don't even know why we do it. Where you watch those, like, really expensive people, or, like, people go through those expensive mansions. Yeah. And you watch those, and you're like, oh, And then you you feel like shit. Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) we decided Colorado looks really pretty. I don't know. Maybe we might check it out. But we did. We, We actually, like, stayed up last night watching this guy go through these expensive mansions and, like, we're gonna buy it and stuff. Right. Like, one of them was, um, he went through a Colorado one and he's all talking about it. He's like, yeah, they put in these, uh, empty concrete shafts, like, if you want to put in an elevator. And I was telling Richard, I was like, oh, you know what? I was like, I don't think I was gonna buy it, like, you know, unless it had a place for me to put in an elevator. Like, <laughs> he's like, I know, right? And then all, like, one of them was hand-built by the owners. You know, he went in and did all the detail, and I was like, yeah. I was like, I wish I was rich enough to be like, I want these columns, but not, like, just a regular column. It has to be detailed like this column from a Roman (laughs) Colosseum. And I was like, man, I wish I had the money to just do that. (laughs) Like, the way we are now, we walk into, like, a house that had nothing but green walls, and we'd be like, we could make this work. Internally crying. Yeah. But Colorado looks nice. <laughs> looks better than Reno. Reno's yeah. scary. I know. It's... Anyway, what else you got going on this week? I gave Char a full name. You did? Yes. So I when I first got Charlie, I gave her Charlie, because it can be unisex, right? It could be mm-hmm. boy or girl, so I waited until she was mature enough for me to see whether she was a boy or a girl. Turns out she's a girl, so I was like, okay, we'll deal with Charlie. And then um, she was being a brat the other day, and I finally gave her a full name because when she's acting up, I want to be able to call her out by her government <laughs> name, which is Charlotte Ann. Aw. Yeah. So now when she's in trouble, I go, Charlotte Ann! <laughs> <laughs> like she notices. But yeah, just a little That's fun funny. thing. Oh, and then we got her a light bulb I need to take back because it got way too hot. Ooh. She almost melted. Roasted her. I almost did. I noticed that she was hanging out on her cool side a little bit more than she does. But actually, um, because her daylight broke, so I've been leaving in her little nightlight just so she has heat. But she comes out more with that. Mm. And I added stuff to her tank, like that big flower. She likes to hide under that little Mm. flower there. So I kind of want to keep her nightlight. She comes out more. She (laughs) hangs out more. She's more fun. So I might just do that. Oh, yeah, that's just a fun thing I have. <laughs> what about you? Um, I don't know. Not too much going on this week. We watched uh, we watched um, Uncut Gems last night. Have you seen that? I Mm-mm. think it's. I don't know if it's a Netflix movie, but it's on Netflix. It's with Adam Sandler. I and it's we uh, got rid of Netflix. Oh, you did. Yeah, we don't watch it much. We don't either, but we'll watch it every now. We might get rid of it eventually, but. Anyway, I remember when it came out that everyone was giving it shit because it was Adam Sandler and it's like a serious movie mm-hmm. and it's like it's not his typical thing. Josh says that they were all praising it and they were mad that he was snubbed for an Oscar. I don't remember which which was right, but like yeah, he did a really good job. I it can't was, picture him serious though. It was uncomfortable because he played like 
the worst garbage human being you could ever. So he's like, and his his role was like very Jewish, <laughs> which like you're not <laughs> used to seeing. But anyway, so he plays this um, the owner of this of this jewelry shop, but he has like this compulsive gambling habit where he's got to bet on sports mm-hmm. and he's got this um this um natural opal thing that he got from Ethiopia and he thinks it's worth like a million dollars and this basketball guy comes in and he wants it and he's like no and but like so basically he's taking money from everyone all over town to place these sports bets and like still in all the like he I don't know I, it was it was good though <laughs> it was a good trauma <laughs> I have to watch that actually I think we have yeah we paid for this month it's you might you might be April. able to find it on something else I don't know crime maybe I can rent it yeah I don't I don't know but it, it was good it was long but it was good that sounds interesting it was like when Robin Williams did like one hour photo or something mm-hmm. like that. We watched that recently too. That's a creepy ass. He's so creepy mm-hmm. in that one. I was like, ugh. Gross. <laughs> the only one I didn't really care for was Jim Carrey's. I think it was number 23 where he played mm-hmm. the serious like horror movie. And I was like, nah, don't That work. movie was just kind of weird though because he was good in, um... oh shit, it's one of my favorite movies too. What the hell's it called? The one where he gets, like, cancer or something? No. Oh. What is it called? Eternal Sunshine. No. Yeah, Eternal Sunshine. I don't think I've seen that one. That's fine. With Kate Winslet? No. I haven't seen that one. It's where they, it's where, um, like, there's this procedure that you can have done to erase your memories, and, like, a lot of people get it done, like, when they break up with somebody, and, um... So it's that, and like they keep finding each other even after this happened. Mm-hmm. So, but it's a good movie. It's a, it's a, like a drama. Let's check that out. Yeah. Independent. Because I kind of like it when they do something different and they actually do really good. Yeah. It's a nice change. Yeah. The only thing that bothered me <laughs> about Uncut Gems, and then we found out after. So, like, he's wearing fake teeth, and it looked weird. I was like, what is wrong? I know he's got the makeup and the weird hair and all the all the necklaces and jewels and whatever, but he looks weird. What's wrong with him? Like his teeth. His teeth are weird. And then <laughs> Josh was looking it up after and that yeah, he wore false teeth and then like a mole on his cheek. Oh, okay. For just cause. <laughs> and then and then I was saying, I wonder if he was unpleasant to be around when they were filming because the movie, oh, the movie stresses me out so bad. Like, it's just, like, high tension and everything. And, like, he, he does a really good job of, like, being that, like, like stressed out guy, like, this and that. He's, like, on the phone with five different people trying to lock, on, lock in all these bets and, and being a smooth talker and all that. And, like, you can see, like, how stressed out he My is. Goodness, that's a lot. It's, it's crazy. Cause people live like this, though. Like, yeah. there's people like this character in real life. Like, how, mm-hmm. how do people function like that? I don't do two understand. things that once could be too much for me right. sometimes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then just real quick on the way when I was coming over, mm-hmm. when I left my house, 
Um, so in Sun Valley, um, you know, at the corner where there's the uh, the Seven Eleven. Yeah. And next door there's the tire shop. Uh huh. So I'm sitting at the light, <laughs> getting ready to turn onto Sun Valley Boulevard, and I'm second back. But there's a fucking tire rolling down the street, like <laughs> from the tire shop. It rolled like the tire shop is back a ways from the corner. It's like yeah. it's not an entire block, but it's back there a ways. This tire is rolling down the street. It rolled across the crosswalk and into the other gas station. Like, where is this tire? And like I looked as soon as I saw it, I was like, it's a tire. And then I saw like looked on the side of the road. There's no cars pulled over, so I was like, oh, someone it got away from somebody. But then I look, there's no one running out of the yard. To look for the tire, they just it escaped. Tire's like not today. <laughs> I ain't going on no car. I was like, what? What the hell? <laughs> that is so weird. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, I have to remember what happened. I would love to Chris see that. That. <laughs> that is so cool. Oh man, I wish I could have seen that. Just like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> some of those. Oh, and moments. then and then it backed up. It hit some. Not hit, but, it, like, it stopped at, at someone's car, like, right behind someone's car. And then, of course, I'm in the turn lane, so I can't, like, you know, help. <laughs> but someone else saw it, so they pulled over and moved it so whoever wouldn't back up over it. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> There's still heroes out there. <laughs> that is, that's nice of him, though. <laughs> you don't want to, like, back into it and then freak out. You're like, oh, no, I just hit something. <laughs> that's funny, though. I wish I could have seen that. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. <laughs> That's like one of those things where time freezes. You're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and like, that is so funny. <sighs> All right, you ready to get into this? Let's go. We're yes, we. I thought it would be fun because I used to watch that taboo show. And then I was reading all these, and I'm just like. Some of these are very taboo, so we're doing taboo rituals. <laughs> I'm excited, though. Yes. Because uh, I don't know how some of these people do this. It seems painful. Should I go first? Yeah, go first. All right. This one is called self-flagellation. I'm pretty sure I may have pronounced that wrong. Um, so in this one, it's a, uh, I don't know if you'd call it like a festival or something like that, but in Islam, a bunch of men will get together and have like this mass self-flagellation where they will walk down the street and they will whip their bodies with blades attached to chains or swords. Ooh while walking down the street and it says that they go into a religious state Ooh, so they oh. don't really know the pain or really feel it but they'll just literally like go and just whip their back and cut their back oh and bleed gosh. everywhere yeah, I, th I think I've heard of this before and I thought it was like some religious thing but yeah. I thought it was just like a whip I didn't know they had like knives on the end of that shit like yeah like see the picture is like some knives oh like, my god knives some put blades on their chains and but, they'll go and but just... why but why <laughs> my guess is it has to do with religious reasons Ugh. but yeah the holy month of Muharram 
Muharram to commemorate the matridorm of Hussein, hmm. who was a prophet of Muhammad. Oh. So it is a religious thing, I guess. Yeah. But a bloody mass display, I guess, is what they call it. Spooky. And they're just so in a religious trance that mm-hmm. they just don't know until, I guess, the next day where you'd feel that. So I thought that one was pretty nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about all that. Yeah, and I showed her the picture. They're just like a bunch of men just covered in blood, and they just look like they're having a grand old time. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, man. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> well, I got um, some kind of... Not super gnarly. A couple of them are, I guess. Eh, eh, I don't know. They're definitely weird, but all of mine are um, kind of centered around death. <laughs> so I a couple of gruesome ones. I'm paying an homage to um, obituary here. Um, I don't think that they've covered any of these, but they do have a lot of episodes, so maybe they have. But the first one I have is Sky Burials. And it happens in Tibet with the Buddhists, um, the Buddhist monk, um, it's a Buddhist tradition in Tibet. They, um, so Buddhists believe that there's a cycle of reincarnation, right? Mm -hmm. So when you die, there's really no need to preserve the body because it's now just an empty vessel and your soul has ascended or whatever and is going to become something else. Yeah. So they have no use for the body. So instead, they, um, the bodies are taken to open high grounds and left as charity for scavengers like vultures. and So it's like giving back to the earth, kind of. Okay. But, like, there's no, like, they're just left out there. The bodies are just left out there. And there is, um... Excuse me, words of a different language. I think it's called a little hard. Dry Gun Monastery mm-hmm. um, is one of the three most popular or important ritual sites, and they have these large flat rocks um, where the bodies are placed out. And prior, to, so like the day before, so when the when the person dies, they'll have like some kind of ceremony, mm-hmm. and then there's a ceremony for like kind of prepping the body but they don't they um they'll burn incense and chant and the body is dismantled by a monk or a um ragyapas which means body breaker so they will um like hack essentially yeah essentially cut removing the limbs and like putting the body into pieces and placing it upon the rock. And then the vultures and scavengers will come. They will um, take of the body, and then when the bones are left, then they'll come crush up the bones and spread them further. That sounds like a heck of a job, I guess. Yeah, and um, apparently, uh, so at one time, it was considered um, 
like better than actual well so the ground is really hard and often frozen mm -hmm. in like Tibet and Mongolia and all that so it's hard to bury people and then cremation is kind of expensive so this is just something that they did um, going back centuries I think and then during through the six, 1960s through the 1980s the practice was banned by the Chinese government um, but it's and there, there are a few families that have been like keeping the tradition alive. So it's but not it's like actually, a thing now. I don't, I don't entirely know. But it's actually like like a very sacred thing. Like it's not just, you know. There's a reason behind yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it's a yeah a little. And and thing. then when families can't. Um, like afford like the entire ceremony with like the monks and everything and like the parting of the body I guess you'd say um, they'll just take their own family members up to high ground and just leave them okay and it's it's kind of a way of I think I said in the beginning of like like giving back because you don't need the body anymore and you're just trying to get the good karma I guess or whatever by Feeding. I hope they're pretty like private areas, not like yeah. <laughs> civilization. From what I understand, it's like way high up on the mountaintop. That, yeah. Okay, that's nice because I'm thinking like, man, what if they're like only like 20 minutes from civilization and <laughs> kids are just out there running around and you're just seeing a body just get pecked on by a vulture, like mm. <laughs> that'd have been nasty. So okay, mountain mountains good. I like that better. <laughs> Away from people. Because then you can smell it, too. I don't know. That was just my thought. <laughs> I think that's actually part of the reason why it was banned, because, like, the sanitary issues and, yeah. That would that. make sense. But I guess if it's a way, well, it depends on how many people are doing it, too. Yeah. Now I'm looking at, like, I really don't this. know. I think it's, I think it's not very common but it still happens yeah that's interesting though yeah. it's kind of got a cute little meaning I mean yeah still it's done for a good reason I guess yeah so the next one <laughs> is impaling Ooh. no this one seems pretty nasty uh, so in Thailand um, I'm gonna botch this Phuket, Thailand, I'm going to just say. They have an annual uh, vegetarian festival, and it has the ritual of pretty much impaling yourself. And so it requires participants to push spears, knives, swords, hooks, and even guns through their cheeks. It is believed Gross. that the gods enter their bodies during the ritual, protecting them from evil and bringing good luck to the community. No, that's not how it works. No. I don't think I'd be down if the religion's like, you have to stab yourself in the cheek, but you'll be protected. I'm like, eh. So, cold <laughs> I saw... <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. I saw Steve-O push a hook through his cheek, and that shit looked painful, so Ew. I'm not doing it. Ew. Yeah. I went on a jackass kick, so... 
is the one where he's like pushing it through his mouth and I'm just like jackass oh my god jackass I watched that a little bit but I I liked um the wild boys (laughs) they did a little bit more hardcore (laughs) stuff I felt oh my god you couldn't do any of that shit nowadays no it was a very early 2000s thing but see I don't know if it's like you have to have like Forty open, open things in your mouth, or if you do it and then let it heal and then keep Crystal just doing showed it. me a picture of this guy with like seven swords in his face. Yeah, and he's it's just jamming it's it. Not in his okay. Mouth it's not okay for religious purposes. At a vegetarian festival, mind you. So I don't know. You're going for fruits and veggies, and then. While you're at it, you might as well just stop and protect yourself from the gods and or from evil and like stab yourself in the mouth. No, I don't even know if it's a mouth. I, it might be just like any body part. I guess you just impale yourself with. So That's, I don't. But that one's pretty self forward. Pretty straightforward. Speechless, Crystal. You made me speechless. Sitting here stammering, I don't even know what the hell to say. She's speechless. She's like, I don't think I want to do that. (laughs) Alright, what's next? Alright, the next one I have is called um, Bama Dihana, meaning turning of the bones. And it's carried out by the Malagasy people of Madagascar Mm -hmm. to help commemorate their deceased. So this is a festival which is celebrated every seven years in which people will open up their family crypts and um, the remains of their ancestors are like brought out, wrapped in new shrouds and they like dance around with the corpses. They like carry the corpses around and dance and like there's this party. And um, are they like freshly dead or like uh, sometimes well it happens every seven years so whoever's new from the last time like every like mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> so they <laughs> so part of it is wrapping them in new sh- shrouds and rewriting their names so they're always remembered and it's like a way to celebrate the life of the dead person. With the dead person. With the, with the dead person, <laughs> yeah. Um, but to never actually get to, like, rest. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. Just leave me alone, man. I'm supposed to be, like, thanks for loving me, <laughs> but this is me time. I'm dead. <laughs> I just want to be alone with my thoughts. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, so this says that it's perhaps only since the 17th century, um, that this has been performed. That's sad. And it's been outlawed because, um, because there were outbreaks of pneumonic plague, and it, they're thinking it's because if the people died with the plague, right, they still have it, mm-hmm. and you're digging them up and exposing everyone to it. You're getting the plague again. And so it, yeah, so it's been passing the plague, so it's been outlawed um, 
and also because of um, like Catholic missionaries and everything, Christian missionaries that went there and said, oh, that's not good to do. You can't do that to with your dead or whatever. So, yeah, I can agree with that. But, hey, it's their tradition. That's what they do. But, I don't know. It kind of seems like, well, they're, well they're, they're celebrating the person. Yeah. So it's like, it's weird, but... <laughs> I feel like maybe you could do it's a it with, like, remember. yeah, I feel like you could do it with, like, maybe one of their necklaces, like, you dance with their necklace or something, like, let's take the actual yeah. body out, and, the body <laughs> up, and then dance with it, you're like, oh, grandma, it's been seven years, like, I'm just gonna pull you out, we're just gonna dance, instead of me wearing your jewelry and dancing with it, it's like, fuck, I'm gonna dance with grandma, like, hoist her up, <laughs> no, that's extreme, that's yeah. too much, I wouldn't do that. so next up okay so this one I have seen before and this is what kind of made me think about like the taboo ones because this one is nuts and I've seen it like actually happen so it's a tribe in Papua New Guinea called the Kanangara and they're the ones that practice uh, body modification to look like an alligator. So Oh yeah, I've seen that too. It is where they insane. like they cut they cut the scales into their skin, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And they do it to younger men, so it's like the mm-hmm. rite of passage. It's like all over like their back, right? Back and everything. On their arms. Yeah, and, and it's a two month process. So the they're like these young boys will go and they'll live in this little area for like two months where they do the the carvings. They'll take like a razor and they carve little marks. They'll just open little marks in your skin so that way when it heals, you have like scales like an alligator. Yeah. And, um, oh, sorry, uh, sharp pieces of bamboo is what they use. And when you watch like the, I think it was on Taboo mm-hmm. when it was on uh, National Geographic. That's probably what I saw it on because I've seen it too, yeah. yeah they, <laughs> so they do that stuff and then they'll take like salt water because you got to clean the wounds. Yeah. And just pour it oh, all over these no. boys. And you see them and they're just like shaking because it's in, they're in so much pain because I don't know if you've ever had salt water on a wound. Oh shit, I it can't even wash my dishes hurts. with a paper cut, okay? Oh, I. I <laughs> <laughs> That's how I usually find paper cuts, with, like hand sanitizer. You're like, ow! Where'd that come from? But yeah, it's nuts. Like, I remember watching this and I was like, they do that? And then. Ugh. But it's like they're rite of passage, so it's like the boys are super excited. Like, they interviewed one of them and he's like, oh, I know it's gonna be a lot of pain. And being, like, two months away, they're away from family so they can work on being, like, a man now. And, and yeah, and it just followed this kid's journey through it. And he just looked like he was so upset. And, yeah, and then, all like, the adult males who do the cutting and stuff like that, they were talking about how when they did it, it was, like, super painful, but they felt like, great afterwards because now they're a man and all this stuff so yeah. 
That one I thought was crazy. And then I think they get different marks each time. Because I don't think each one's the same. So they'll do, like, different patterns and stuff on boys. And Yeah, I, I think that's right, yeah. But, yeah, I, I, that one is, I don't want to say my favorite, but, like, my favorite <laughs> taboo one. Because I remember watching that, and I was like, at least That one's graphic and horrible, but at least there's a... A better purpose for it like I can understand I can get behind that one more than I can a lot of these yeah because like it's like you're every culture has some kind of rite of passage and then this is theirs <laughs> right and nobody so, dies I don't think yeah. nobody's ever died nobody gets an infection because they're doing like saltwater baths like constantly mm-hmm. which is painful I'm not and saying they only I... go they go deep enough to scar it up so yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I would sign up my teenage son to do this, but... <laughs> You're about to be a man, boy. <laughs> I don't think I would do it either. <laughs> but good news, that's my last graphic one. <laughs> What's up next? Um, I only have one more. So do I. And it's just a short article, so I'll just read it. Um, and this is about... The Amazonian tribe Yamomani and endo cannibalism. So the headline is the culture in which the family of the deceased eats the dead body. And this is from historyofyesterday.com. It says, in the Yamomani culture, death isn't something that is seen as a natural occurrence. Instead, they believe that the cause of death is evil spirits or spiritual attacks from their enemies. So after the death of one of them, they perform a funeral ritual where the entire community eats the remains of the deceased. It is believed that the only way the spirit of the deceased is able to find peace. Immediately after a person dies, a special cremation ritual is carried out where the body is wrapped in leaves and taken into the forest far away from the hut. There, um, they will leave the body to decompose for about 30 to 45 days, um, depending on the level of decay. Then, on the last day, the bones are retrieved and cremated. Afterward, the ashes are mixed in a particular soup made with bananas and separated by women from the family of the deceased. The soup is then served to the entire community. This is usually done repeatedly until all the ashes have been consumed by everyone in the community. It's believed that this funeral ritual helps keep the spirits of the deceased alive for many generations to come, and also it, in turn, gives them... Uh, in turn gives the living Yano mommy an unbeatable strength. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> There's a lot going into my mind right now. <laughs> the you thing... should just see her face. <laughs> the thing that's really getting me right now, and I don't know why, it's not the fact that they're eating the dead... It's the fact that the soup probably is grainy. (laughs) And I feel like I would just get, like, a chunk of bone and I would just not want to eat it, but I have no choice. Like, they just, like, swallow it or is there, like, veggies in there where, like, they're eating it and you're biting the bones? Did did this say? I don't remember if this said, but it's like a banana soup. So I wonder if it's, like, mushy. So you got to chew. 
I don't know what it is. I, I'm not a Yamamani. I don't know how it works. See, I would have done like chicken broth. I mean, I'm not <laughs> promoting it, but like, you know, something you could just sip. Yeah, see, I don't know. See, it's, weird. It's, it's, it's also contradictory to me. It's weird because, so it says that they believe that if you die, it's from bad. It's like from bad spirits or whatever. Even though everybody dies. So if if you die because of something bad, but then other people eat you, wouldn't they internalize the bad things? But they're saying it's so the person can live on forever. But then in turn, they get strength, so that way they don't die, but then they're going to die anyway. Yeah. Is this an excuse to eat your family? I don't is know. Is that what it I is? Don't, I don't get it. I mean, if that's what y'all want to do... That's a different country. I mean, <laughs> I can't comment on that. But can we not come up with some, like, weird story behind it? <laughs> I don't... Yeah, I, I don't know. And apparent... I don't know if this is still going on today. I want to say maybe it is. If it's far enough off the grid, I don't think there's a lot of intervention there. I yeah. Mean. So, and then... <laughs> So this week's episode of Obituary, the one that just came out, Spencer was talking about um, a tribe in Papua New Guinea. I forget what the disease is called, but it's a disease that people got, and it was like a, a pandemic there because they would, when somebody died, they would eat them, but then specifically it came from eating the brain and the thing about the disease, I wish I could remember the name, but just go listen to Obituary because those guys are hilarious. But um, is it the one, the, the laughing one? Yeah, that's one. Of, it's one of the symptoms. That's right. I remember like, hearing it'll go this. through. It'll go through like certain phases, and one of the phases is like hysterical laughter. And. <laughs> But the weird thing about it is, is it can stay dormant in your body for mm-hmm. like up to 50 years. Yeah, I think Medical Mysteries, when it was on, but now it's not anymore, which is stupid because I loved it. They covered it. Oh, they did? Yeah, and it, I guess some scientists went down there because there was this tribe mm-hmm. that just kept laughing. And yeah, mm-hmm. so when he went in and he saw all these other symptoms, but like, like you said, there's one. Yeah, the last case... Of it, like it's been wiped out now, and I don't, I don't think these people still do this. Um, but the last case was like a long time ago, so it's like a long, a long way it's gone. But I should look it up because now it's bothering me. Look what it's called, and I want to quote them properly. So it's uh, hold on. Yeah, it was. I remember hearing about that, and they were <laughs> like that, and the laughing plague. I think the laughing plague is something different. But Spencer and Madison were just, like, going off, just dying laughing about, like, how (laughs) all these laughing, all these laughing diseases are more scary than anything. (laughs) You know what's sad is I've never encountered it, but I feel like if I did, I don't think I could contain myself because I'm one of those people that laugh when somebody else laughs, like, laughs. Especially when it's, like, hysterical laughing. Mm -hmm. Like, I will just lose my shit. Not, like, not mean to, but I would. (laughs) You know what's funny? Me too. I already have hysteria fits. I do. I've had, like, a few... I swear Josh was going to have me committed one time. I swear he was. 
I don't even remember what the hell I was laughing at. And I, I wanted to stop laughing. Believe me, I did. Because I could not breathe. <laughs> I, like, I literally Your could not breathe. on fire. gasping. This, ep- I will call it an episode. This episode lasted, I shit you not, for like 20 minutes. And by the end of it, he was like, he was very seriously concerned. He was like, Googling like asylums. At, at, <laughs> at some point, like, you know, he was laughing along with me, but then after so long, he's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And then after so long, he's like, dude, what is wrong? Are you okay? Like, what is wrong with you? Something's not right. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, I only watch it, like, every once in a while, because when I do, I I almost die. And Richard is like, it's not even that funny. Dawn of the Dinosaurs, like, Ice Age Dawn of the Dinosaurs, <laughs> cracks me up so much. And especially that scene where they're going through the gas, and Buck is like, oh, it's poison and stuff like that. Or he's leading him to believe that it's poison. And so they're, like, holding their breath. The little um, possums are holding their breath. <laughs> they're just going, it's going to make me laugh. And they're just going through this gas, and then one of them, like, lets out their breath, and then he goes, <gasps> and he's like, it's not poison, but then his voice is, like, really high because it's helium. <laughs> it's like, you sound stupid, and then they just go back and forth, and he's like, no, you're not supposed to breathe, and then they're like, this isn't poison, and then they're, like, wondering why, and Buck's like, because they all died from laughing, and then they're just laughing so hard as they're going through this gas, they're saying jokes and everything, and I think it's the funniest shit I've ever seen, it's so great, but... Every time I watch it, you can just see Richard. He's just like, <laughs> I'm like, but you don't understand. This is like comedic genius right here. I swear, so I felt like it's it's happened a second or third time as well. It hasn't happened in a long time. Oh, oh, hold on. We gotta pause it. I had to pause it for a second. <laughs> Ricardo came home, so. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I get the husband look when I watch that movie. Because <laughs> I'm just dying laughing. Yeah. He's just like... These laughing fits, I don't know, I don't know what it is. Like, it came out of nowhere, and it has happened, like, two or three times, not in a while. But I swear, I felt like those weasels from Roger Rabbit, like, that are laughing so hard that they die. Like, seriously, I felt like I was going to die. <laughs> you know what we should do? Because there are, like, there is an actual laughing There's a laughing thing, yeah. We I have it. should do, like, weird medical mysteries. Yes. That would be fun. On the list. Stay tuned. But, yeah, <laughs> that's enough. And I can't find the name of that disease. It's not listed in their episode notes, but it was episode 41, if you want to go listen to it, of obituary. You should. Yeah. I actually want to Google it, because I remember... I yeah I think I would lose my shit just kind of watching and that and it was mainly horrible. the the women and the kids that were getting it because they're the ones that were fed the brains. Yummy. <laughs> <sighs> All right, I got one more, and it's not gruesome, but this one is kind of silly and weird. And it's um, so people living in the Arctic region of North America and East Siberia have a uh, strange practice where men will, um, oh, let me see. Yeah, they exchange wives, and they can change the individual's identity and confuse evil spirits and all this stuff like that. So they will, like, exchange wives to trick evil spirits. Okay. And so they can ward (laughs) off the evil. Sure, that's the reason. (laughs) And Siberian Inuit tribes 
Um, they also believe that contact with the menstruating women might be contaminating and may cause a man to drown at sea, so that's another <laughs> Exchange wives! <laughs> so they say... Oh my gosh. They're probably like, I ain't putting up with this for a week. Well, Get out of here. It can be dangerous to come in contact with a menstruating woman. Especially if you have an attitude like that, she'll sink the damn boat for you. I know. You're like, I did. go ahead, go and see, <laughs> see how far you make it. That'll teach you. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and then it said, um, what is it that there's also where the if the because the father can exchange, you know, wives as well, and he may want his daughter-in-law, and it says that, like, it happens a lot, and if that happens then the father has to take responsibility of any kid that's produced oh during God. this exchange. No. Yeah. So not gruesome, but really weird. But I like that exchanging, <laughs> like, right when they're menstruating. I think my husband would give anything to do that. <laughs> or like, <laughs> he could just sit there and breathe, and I'm just like, knock it off. <laughs> You're irritating right, me. No, your hysteria is coming back. You switch with the guy down the street right now. I don't want to see you for, <laughs> uh, for a few months. <laughs> yeah, so I just thought that was funny is that they just kind of exchange wives. They'll be like, hey, you want to take my wife for the weekend? And I'll take yours. And they're like, yeah, man. Switcheroo. Is that where that joke comes from? Hey, take my wife, please. <laughs> is it Ronnie Dangerfield or someone like that? That sounds like a Rodney Dangerfield kind of thing. But, yeah, I thought that one was really funny, so I just want to <laughs> pop that in there. <sighs> so, yeah. yeah. And I think what we had, the animal facts next yeah. week. Yeah. Strange animal facts. Just a little fun one to break it up, because I think the one after that. The one after that? Oh, crap, I closed it. The one like after weird that. deaths is on the list. We'll probably have to do a um, a shuffling because we wanted to do Kurt in a couple weeks. Kurt, yes, Kurt Cobain. Yes, yeah, we're gonna have to switch weeks. things around because so of we'll, uh, our break. Crystal and I will play with the schedule, but next week doing some fun animal facts. Weird Just animal a little facts. break it up because there's we're definitely get a little, some weird things. Yeah, but, yeah, they'll be fun. And then we're going to get into the controversies and the weird yeah. deaths, because there are some weird ones. Yeah, so, uh, the, um, what do you call it? My brain is broken. The docs. No, the... The order is to be determined. I ah, guess. order! The order is to be determined, <laughs> but our next few we've got is the weird animal facts, weird deaths, um, common sayings. Kurt Cobain, which will be sooner, I think in two weeks is when we want to do that. Um, last meals and best of Reddit. I'm excited for that one. I love Reddit. <laughs> that one's gonna be fun. <laughs> and so, yeah, if you guys have any um, ideas for topics, let us know. We've got more on the list, but we're we're open to ideas. Yes. We're like we're we're dwindling down. We're not out, but we're dwindling down. So. I need to come across something. Usually when I come across something in research, 
I'll get an idea for something. So I have to start writing them down because I've been forgetting. I know there's some that I want to do. I want to do Man again. I think that one was like by far the funniest one. Yep. Definitely do that. We can definitely do a Florida Man part two. There are so many, so many. That happen all the time. (laughs) Florida is like its own little world. (laughs) Go ahead and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Corner Combos and Instagram at Corner Combos Pod. Cast. Cast. And Gmail. Corner Combos Podcast at gmail.com. Movie Riches, K's Coffee and Books Corner. Yes, and I'm moving it to Tuesdays, and it's going to be every other week, but I will have one out this week, so. Okay. And then, like I said, we we finally got the list going for Movie Riches, so they did 100 to 80, and then the last of their honorable mentions that they just wanted to kind of throw out there that didn't make the list, but are still worth, you know, checking out. Mm-hmm. Um, more like something you'd watch on Halloween, I feel like, is mm-hmm. what they were. But yeah, so we finally did that. We're back. Everyone's back. I don't think hindering the moving is going to hinder us, because we should still be able to record in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we have to, because we got to do Kurt. Duh. <laughs> So, yeah, but we're back. It'll be fun and exciting. That's planned. So we'll see you next week with weird animal facts. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.